Welcome to Trees 3, folks, here on Sports Tree LTD. I'm your host, Connor Roundtree, as always, and I have some exciting news. I'll be calling my first ever NFL game come Sunday. It's the Ravens visiting the Bears in what will surely be one of the most exciting games of the 2021 NFL season. Make sure you download the app, ColorCast, right now. Give me a follow at Sports with Tree, just like it is on Twitter, and you're in to follow me come Sunday. I'll be doing some trivia questions, obviously commentating the game. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll keep you updated with all the best bets around the NFL, fantasy updates, and obviously scores from out of town. Tune in on Sunday, and heck, even if you're watching the game, mute the TV and put on me. Our bump of the week, folks, has to go to Bryce Harper. He won his second ever NL MVP. We're watching greatness in our time. A multi-time NL MVP, Bryce Harper. That's absolutely awesome. You get our bump of the week. Our stump of the week, folks, has to go to the Houston Rockets. Now, I'm not about kicking a guy when he's down or bullying or anything like that. But when you're a professional NBA organization and you have one win in 15 games, that's stumpy. Like, that's bad. They're on pace to win, what, five, maybe six games? Like, five and a half games this season? Houston, that is bad. You are a bunch of stumps. Coming at number three this week, folks, is our UFC picks, brought to you by TheMadLabMMA.com. Sign up today. It's just $50 a month for a full breakdown of all MMA events, whether it's Bellator. They even throw in some football picks. Obviously, every UFC breakdown. Use the code ST. 2021, all one words, all caps when you sign up. And we're going to preview our favorite picks for the card now, starting with Luana Pinero versus Sam Hughes. Now, Pinero is a judo practitioner and a damn good one at that, sporting a 9-1 record in professional mixed martial arts and 2-0 in the UFC. Hughes will have to rely on her striking to win this fight, but she's been outstruck and lost both of her UFC appearances. Pinero gets her hand raised by getting her hands on Hughes, taking her to the ground and beating her up. I like Pinero to win this fight. Up next, folks, we're going to take a look at Cody Durden versus Iori Kwai Lang. Now, Cody Durden is an excellent wrestler and Kwai Lang is an excellent striker. So what's going to give? I think Durden gets his hands on Kwai Lang, takes him down and beats him up. And that is your decision for this fight. Go to decision and take Cody Durden. Up next, folks, is my pick for fight of the night. It's Terrence McKinney versus Faraz Zayam. Now, Faraz Zayam is 100% the better and more technical striker, but McKinney has the knockout power. He knocked out Matt Favela in seven seconds in his UFC debut. I'll take McKinney to get inside and land the more powerful shots, secure the takedown, and win the control time or KO this fight on the ground. McKinney simply presents more paths to victory. If Zayam can't find his range on his feet, he's in big trouble. McKinney can use his power or take this to the ground. I like McKinney to win this pick'em fight. Up next, folks, it's Luma Lockboon Me versus Loopy Godinez. Those are some pretty fun names to say. Lockboon Me and Loopy Godinez. Now, it's actually Lupita Godinez, but Lupita Godinez's path to victory is the takedown and ride out control time with submission attempts and ground and pound. Lockboon Me is a masterclass Muay Thai striker, so you know she needs to be on the feet. I like this fight to go over the one and a half rounds, folks. I think these ladies are going to use a lot of time trying to figure each other out and then utilize their advantages with their individual game plans. Rafa Garcia versus Natan Levy is going to be fireworks. Levy is an excellent karate striker with some cheeky grappling that will keep 
keep his opponents guessing. Garcia is a solid grappler, but has been outstruck and lost both of his UFC appearances, and his cardio looked awful in his last fight. If Levy keeps this on the feet and he keeps it at range, this should be a solid night for him. He's got vicious kicks, so I like Levy and the over one and a half rounds. Garcia may win this fight in the first round or so, but if it extends longer, he's going to get tired. Levy's going to pick him apart with his excellent striking, keep this on the feet, and win this fight. Take the over one and a half rounds. Adrian Yanez is taking on Davy Grant, and Adrian Yanez is one of my favorite boxing prospects in the UFC. This guy has incredible power and just clean boxing. It's fun to watch. Davy Grant is a brawler, unique movement, and sporadic attacks. I think this fight starts slow as Yanez gets his reads and starts to get better and better and more and more confident as the fight goes on. Look for Yanez to close the distance, get inside, and land a vicious counter to put Davy's lights out. Up next, folks, it's Joanne Wood versus Santos. That's right, no longer Calderwood, just Joanne Wood. She got married. Congratulations, Miss Joanne Wood. This fight is going to be extended. Both of these girls are extremely tough. I think Santos is the more well-rounded fighter and pushes the pace, but Calderwood is an excellent striker, and I like Santos to test the striking and then resort late to the takedowns. The play here is the over one and a half rounds. Santos has gone to distance in all five of her UFC appearances, and Wood has gone to distance in five out of her last six UFC appearances. I have a bet on this fight to go to distance, but the over one and a half rounds is the safe play. Up next, folks, it's Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady, and this one is my underdog pick of the night. Lock in Michael Chiesa. He's big, he's strong, and he's just a massive welterweight with a three-inch reach advantage. He has decent striking, but he is a master on the ground. My favorite submission artist in the welterweight division in the UFC, and he's coming off an embarrassing loss in which he just left his neck out there. Sean Brady has the striking advantage, no doubt, but I see this being a battle of grapplers. I know Sean Brady is undefeated, and I understand the hype, but guys, Michael Chiesa has taken out former champions. He's going to get Brady's back and just teach him a lesson about elite-level grappling. Take Michael Chiesa as this underdog pick. Up next, folks, it's one of my favorite fighters, Misha Tate, taking on Ketlin Vieira in another pick'em fight. This fight is going to play out. Tate has the pace in grappling, and she's fought 25 minutes before, and she had a two-year layoff, and she's been in there with some of the best ever. So she's going to be fresh, and she has experience. Vieira has the striking advantage, but I think Tate survives the barrage of striking early in this fight, and then Tate pushes the pace and wins this fight with her grappling. That's just my read. Tate wouldn't be making a comeback if she wasn't doing it for a reason. She knows what it takes to become a world champion. She's a former UFC champion, and she's been to the championship rounds. I love the over one and a half rounds in this. If you want to make a sweet buck, take Misha Tate as an underdog or a pick'em line. It's fluctuating right in there, a slight underdog. I like Misha Tate in that spot. I like this fight to extend a little longer. Look for Ketlin Vieira to come out and try to pressure Tate out of there, but you're not going to pressure Misha Tate. This fight's going to go long. Tate's going to get her hand raised. Coming in at number two this week, folks, is Formula One Racing, and we're shifting to Qatar for the first ever Qatar Grand Prix. The weekend is officially underway, and the first and second practice sessions are completed at this new venue. After the second round of practice, it was the Mercedes Valtteri Bottas with the fastest time around the track, followed by AlphaTauri's Pierre Gasly and Red Bull's Max Verstappen, with his rival Lewis Hamilton hot on his heels. Qualifying will get underway at 9 a.m. on Saturday, and then the Grand Prix itself will go at 9 a.m. Eastern Time come Sunday. As for my picks for this weekend, folks, on a track that's a relatively unknown entity, I like the Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton has that new power unit that powered him 
from 10th to 1st just last weekend. Valtteri Bottas is the fastest car through both practice sessions. Mercedes is running hot. They have the momentum. They have the confidence. And if they win this weekend, they can put a stranglehold on the Constructors' Championships. Make sure you take the Mercedes-Benz and the Silver Arrows. Coming in number one this week, folks, here on Trees 3. You already know what it is. NFL season. It's NFL football. And we have a battle of some AFC elite squads right now to get this started. It's the Indianapolis Colts visiting the Buffalo Bills. And before we get into this, I just have to let you know that Josh Allen's passing TD line is one and a half for this week. The Colts have allowed 23 passing touchdowns this season. Josh Allen has the six most passing touchdowns in the NFL. He's probably going to throw for two touchdowns. That is a sexy line to make some money. Anyway, as for the game itself, I like the Bills to throw the ball all over the Colts. Bottom-feeding pass defense comes Sunday. On the other side of the Rock, the Bills have allowed just six passing touchdowns this season, the fewest in the NFL by five entering Week 11. And Buffalo has allowed fewer than 24 points in eight of the nine games this season. Yes, Jonathan Taylor should be able to move the ball on the ground, averaging 5.8 yards per carry this year with nine touchdowns, but the Bills are simply the better team with more playmakers on both sides of the ball and they have home field advantage make sure you take the bills to win this one at home up next folks it's the detroit lions visiting the cleveland browns and yes the lions are coming off their best performance of the season but that was a tie Detroit has scored fewer than 20 points in eight straight games, and the Browns on the other side of the ball are averaging 154 rush yards per game this season, the second most in the NFL. Well, Detroit has allowed 135 rush yards against, the third most in the NFL. So that's the matchup right there, folks. Look for the Browns to absolutely hammer this ball down the Lions' throat. Eat the clock. Yes, Baker is banged up, and the Lions are showing a little bit of pride right now, but that Browns' defense needs to flex some of their own pride after getting embarrassed last week. Let's see what that Browns' defense can do against Jared Goff. I like the Browns at home with the dog pound behind them. The San Francisco 49ers are in Jacksonville to battle the Jaguars, and Jimmy G is on fire. He has three straight games with a passer rating over 100 and has led the NFL in passer rating since week eight on the other side of the ball the jaguars have scored fewer than 20 points in six games this season the only team to do worse than that is the aforementioned cats of detroit yes the jags beat the bills by swarming josh allen with josh allen if you didn't know buffalo's quarterback's name is josh allen edge rusher on jacksonville also named josh allen there you go. But San Fran's O-line is rolling right now, and they've allowed just one sack to the Rams' defensive front last week, who's arguably the best in the NFL. If the 49ers keep winning the battles between the trenches, opening up run lanes for their running backs, and giving Jimmy G time, he should be able to complete those passes. The Niners should be able to move the ball very efficiently and win this game. All right, folks, I'm excited for this one. It's the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Kansas City Chiefs in my pick for game of the day. Yes, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes ended that five-week slump that they were in, but the Cowboys, they've been hot. They've been rolling. They didn't need to end the slump. They're coming off a defensive performance where they held Matt Ryan to under 120 yards and picked him off twice with a passer rating below 22. Dallas has allowed 180 pass yards per game since week six, the second fewest in the NFL, and Dallas has not allowed a 300-yard passer since week four. So Pat Mahomes, you may have gotten to a rhythm last week, but you're in tough 
this week, that's for sure. In a game with so many offensive playmakers on both sides of the ball, I think defense is going to be the difference, and I think Dallas has the edge defensively. Give me the Cowboys in this upset on the road. For other NFL picks, folks, make sure you check out the Bear Down Breakdown here on Sports Tree LTD. We do three picks every weekend, break down the Bears game, Thursday Night Football, and then our Lock of the Week. So make sure you tune in now to see the Bears-Ravens matchup. And remember, I'm calling that game on ColorCast come Sunday. All right, folks, getting into your trivia question now to get you in to win a pair of NBA or MLS tickets to see your favorite team play live. The Golden State Warriors are simply rolling right now. Steph Curry is looking vintage 2015 Steph. Now, here's your question. What college did Steph Curry play for? Head on over to SportsTreeLTD.com right now. Hit sign up or sign in. And remember that an upgrade in your subscription is an upgrade in your chances to win up to $15,000 a year and tickets to see your favorite teams play live. Folks, I'll be calling the Ravens at the Bears this Sunday only on ColorCast. Download the app today and I'll see you on Sunday. And cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two, one. Yeah.